Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Today's show is pre-recorded.
Uh-huh, I sure will. Good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Man, oh man, got a radio show. Yeah, I do. God's so big to me, man. I just have to tell you about it. I can't help it. It's rather obvious to me how big, how good God is. He's absolutely tremendous. He's off the chain. He on one. He be clowning. He be just showing out. Man, I'm just over here just on the receiving end. You know, uh, if you out there, start your mission today. Start your mission today. What are you waiting for? Why do we as people delay what we want or delay the process to begin what we want, our hopes, our dreams, our desires. Why won't you start your mission today? Why don't we all decide together that just individually, look, you listening, you got something that you've been dreaming about. You got an ambition of yours that's not yet fulfilled. You got goals you haven't accomplished yet. Everybody has them. Everybody's got them. Everybody's got something that's that's on the table that they haven't yet attacked yet. What are you waiting for? Start your mission today. Stop the procrastination now. The procrastination is only hurting you, yourself. If you got a goal, an aspiration, a dream, and you fall off track momentarily, you can get back to that. Because God knows where you left off. Now, you may have to accomplish a few more things since you stopped for a long period of time, but God know where you left off. You can get back on track. I Look, man, this dream of being on TV since I was a kid, it got off track now. It got off track. I just kept it as one of the dreams. And in some real dark moments when it looked like it wasn't going to happen, all I was hanging on to was just the hope that one day it could. But that's what faith is really about. Faith is the belief in things that you cannot see. But faith gives you the confidence to keep hoping, man. Sometimes it just keep hope alive. Sometimes, you heard Jesse Jackson say it, just keep hope alive. Sometimes, man, it's just the hope. I was hanging on the hope. And I'm talking about when it got real ugly and funky out there for me. When it looked like I wasn't going to ever make it. And all of the facts was in and everything pointed in the direction you're not going to make it. You done really messed up this time. Then I sat there and I just hung on to the hope. But man, that's what I'm saying. If you got a dream or an aspiration or vision or something, when you fall off track and you want to go get back in line, God holds your place. See, he held on to that for me. 
He knew I was off track and out of line. But he said, okay, here's where we stop. You want to be on TV. Now, when you get it together and you quit tripping and you come and you turn to me, I'm going to hold your place, put you back in line, then we go and finish the journey. That took me a lot longer to get here than I wanted to, but then it was necessary because I needed all of them mishaps to happen to me along the way. So when I got on the radio one day, which I did not see coming, Steve Harvey got a radio show, y'all. That's why I say it every day. See, because of this radio show that I didn't see coming, now I have stories to tell. I got experiences to share. And I can tell you about me better than I can tell you about anybody. And I done been through enough where it's relatable, where enough people can go, man, that happened to me. Appreciate you saying that. That's what it was for. See, I get it now. See, at the time, though, I didn't, I didn't like what was happening to me. At the time, I was really in total disagreement with God on a lot of stuff he was pulling off on me. But in essence, I was really pulling it off on myself. But through his grace and mercy, he kept me through all of my mistakes, all my bad decisions, all my miscalculations, all my misfires, all the times I knowingly stepped out there and did wrong. He forgave me. He said, because, man, if you ever come to me, I have a plan for you that is going to be far and above. It will supersede everything you've ever dreamed of. That's what I did. I just got sick of me, good and sick of me, and I turned it over to God, and then God started working, and here I am today. Now, is he through with me yet? Nope. Have I arrived yet? Nope. But guess what? The journey is cool. You know, it's like I was talking to this young brother the other day, about comedy. He's a really good stand-up, you know, this young dude is really good. He said, man, what is this I feel every night before I go on stage? I don't know what it is. I just want it off me. I said, sir, listen to me, young, young dude. This thing that climbs on my back every night before I go on stage, I don't know what it is. It's got something to do with pressure. It's got something to do with anticipation. It's got a whole lot to do with the fear of falling. He said, what you mean by that? I said, every night I walk out on stage, it's like I'm about to go and step off a cliff. I said, it's a sickening feeling. He said, man, but you do so well. I said, that's because the parachute opens. I said, but I want you to understand something. When I first walk out there, it's just stepping off the cliff. Now, these jokes provide a parachute, which slows my descent when I jump off the cliff, and I turn it into a glide. And then I take the audience this way and I swing them back over to that way. We might swing out to the Colorado Rockies. We may go down to Miami with this joke. We may take it on out to L.A. And I just swing back and forth till I land softly. The crowd cheers. The night is over with. I said, but it's been too many nights, though, when I walked off that cliff and I pulled the cord and the parachute didn't open. I said, now nah, I'm just free falling out there for 30 minutes. Ain't no jokes working. Ain't the parachute didn't open. I said, so see, that's what it's like for me. And then you know what I found out? If you done walked off the cliff in life and you ain't got no God in your life, it's like not having a parachute. You step off the cliff and you just free falling. Now see, we all, now that fall gets you closer to the grave, right? See, we all heading to the grave from the moment we're born. But the cool thing about a relationship with God is when you step off the cliff and you got God, he a parachute. You still going down, but it's a nice ride. 
and God just helps your your descent appear more like a rise and more like a euphoric fall instead of not having no God in your life and you just walking off that cliff every day, free falling, ain't got no cord, you steady pulling, ah, you hollering the whole way because you messed around with yourself and ain't let God come into your life and provide a parachute for you. I would rather have a parachute since I got to jump every day than to not have one. God has been like a parachute for me. Ask me why I, where that came from. I can't tell you. But like I always say, most good things that happen in my life that I can't explain, it's usually him. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You know, it's so important to have representation in media. I remember growing up in Chicago, I was heavily influenced by the beautiful voices on the radio. Well, the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. And NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Ladies, gentlemen, let me have your attention. Today I'm going to start this show off quite differently. I'm not going to play with y'all. I'm not going to give you any suggestions. I'm finna tell you what to do. Open your mouth at one point this morning and give God some credit, some glory, some praise, and some thanks. That's how I want you to start it. At one point. You can do it now while I'm talking. I don't care. It's more important than what I got to say anyway. That is not a request. That is a direct order coming from your boy, Steve Harvey. I'm talking to myself, too, right there. Because I got up this morning complaining. You know, like, 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 like I got the right to complain. All he done done for me, I had the nerve this morning. I got up complaining. Woke up. Didn't get the sleep I wanted, but still woke up. Had the nerve to start complaining. Can you get a load of me? Who in the world do I think I am? Mm. Mm-hmm. I'm about one of the most ignorant, <laughs> stupidest people Come on. ever walked the earth for me with all he'd have done for me to wake my ignorant behind up and got the nerve to be mad about something. <laughs> if he'd have left me laying there not breathing, how good would that have been, Mr. Steve? <laughs> but no, he woke you up. Man, thank you, God. I forgot. I forgot how good you've been, been, been to me. 
forgot to tell you that this morning. So now I'm saying thank you. I'm saying thank you for everything you've done for me, for my measure of health, for my family, for friendships, for business ops, for my lifestyle. Man, but most of all, for you being a forgiving God, that you forgave me for how I woke up this morning. Now let's get this show started. <laughs> Steve Harvey Morning Show, Shirley Strawberry, Carla Pharrell, Mouth of the South, Junior Boy, the legend of Nephew Tommy. Hey, Junior. Yeah. Yeah, you, you just did yourself. Wait no, a minute. I'm, I'm so mad at myself. <laughs> Isn't it funny, Uncle Howard fans, we forget that we start complaining early in the Dog, morning, man. I woke up complaining. Dog, I ain't said a good thing this morning, just been negative. Mm. Yeah. And then, then I came on here with y'all. What was I doing this morning? Complaining. Complain. 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 Mm. Now, wait a minute, Steve. What? What? Do, what? We all, we all. Yeah, man. Didn't thank him for how I came to the studio. Didn't thank him that I I got a studio to go to, that I got a job. I ain't said none of that. Just mad. (laughs) 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 Just stupid person walked out on earth. I'm about the most ignorant, stupid. (laughs) Steve, don't use the word stupid. What you want to call me then? <laughs> I ain't talking to you, so you ain't got to email me. Stupid is not a good word. It's the perfect word for the way I've been acting. Yeah, I understand, Uncle. Man, we've been there. Self, self-check, though. You I just broke all it. the rules at HR on me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, coming up in 32 minutes after the hour, we'll hear some church complaints from Reverend Motown and uh, Deacon Def Jam right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now for church complaints with Reverend Motown and Deacon Def Jam. Yeah. We come here today. Take your time. To register complaints. Uh, Uh, You would think that I would be mad at the congregation today. Don't correct my pastor no more. Go ahead, pastor. But tis I, Uh tis I, I. Uh that woke up with the most complaints. Uh Therefore, it gives me a gregarious amount of honor and gracious that we are about to partake from Deacon Def Jam. His aptitudinal mm. wisdom mm. has God. been permeated mm. through this congregation mm. on a regularious way. Glory. Glory. Don't try to say it. These words is too heavy for you, son. Yeah. Yeah. You're not yeah. there yeah. yet. Yeah, not Let quite. us hear not from Deacon Jeff Oh, long, mighty long way. <laughs> I'm climbing up. <laughs> yes, sir. On the road. All right, Pastor. Go let's ahead. get down to it. Uh, brother ahead. Marcus, uh, Marcus King told the police that he lived at the church after being arrested for shoplifting. He is now on house arrest, or I I guess we should say he is on church house arrest. So he's actually staying at the church for the next eight months while he's on uh, church house arrest. And he's asking, uh, will we be bringing him some food? Uh, what do we need to do about this boy, Pastor? I don't, I don't, I don't quite know what to do with it. We gonna, we gonna, we gonna work this situation to our advantage. 
Uh-huh. Tell Brother uh, Marcus uh-huh. that he'll be cleaning all the restrooms, Ooh. cleaning up the dining hall, Ooh. Lord. dusting Ooh. all pews, window seals, and every Monday required to get up there and polish the cross. Polish the cross? And then we'll have Sister Juanita bring him two servants, just like jail. Uh-huh. He gonna eat twice to the week. <laughs> now, in jail, they feed you three times, but his little fat ass is gonna be intermittent fasting <laughs> while he's on this uh, lockup. His meal ain't coming in until 1 a.m., and the last one will be at 9. I've done the math. That's a 16-hour fast and an eight-hour window. Mm, that boy gonna be in shape. Good guy. Yes, sir. Mm. Uh, this is there's a situation. Uh, there's a shotgun wedding uh, this coming Saturday. Uh, Ladavius and uh, what's her name, Sarah Dika, are getting married because she is three months pregnant. Now neither one of these kids want to get married, but her dad is Cisco. Says it's either either there's a wedding. Uh, he going to funeralize the wedding. Uh, you probably need to talk to to, to uh, Brother Cisco, Pastor. Well, Cisco, mm-hmm. we used to call him Kid. Mm-hmm. Cisco <laughs> Kid was a friend of mine. We drank whiskey, mm-hmm. poncho, mm-hmm. drank the wine. Mm-hmm. Therefore, I'm not going to fool with that. Y'all don't know him like I do. Mm-hmm. And when it came to that girl, he was a little girl of his. He was very serious. So it looks like we finna have a shotgun wedding. Uh-huh. Could you and, possibly uh, get him to leave a shotgun at home, please? No, that's the only way you can have a shotgun wedding. You're going to have to bring a gun. Really? Oh. <laughs> this is a shotgun wedding is different because... I'm the best man at this here wedding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm Cisco's best man. I'm going to stand there and make sure don't nobody run off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right, moving right along, Pastor. Our sister Doris Gidry, her son, Nathaniel Gidry, robbed uh, Wayne's Barbecue Shack while uh, in his mama's Tesla. Which is electric. Now, well, the, the boy didn't know that the car needed charging, and he ran out of charge as he pulled out of the driveway. Uh, they beat that boy with hot briskets and 10 slabs of ribs. He is in the hospital. He got barbecue sauce in his eyes and can't see. Sister Doris is asking, can someone go get her car? And uh, I just know I'm not going, but she's asking, can somebody go get her car from out front of the barbecue cat? Well, I know Wayne personally, and what they don't know is Wayne done cut the roof off of it, and he's barbecuing out of it now. <laughs> uh, I think you had to write that Tesla off. That was, that was an expensive-ass robbery your boy committed. Yep, Bob Dry had just drove by there last night because, you know, he had, uh, tip, he had a tip sale last night. Oh, rib uh, tips? Yeah, yeah. yeah, you can get two rib tip sandwiches for eight dollars. I swung by there, and boy, I'm gonna tell you something. Delicious. I never knew that, but girl, a Tesla, a Tesla can hold some heat. Boy, they were smoking just right. 
All right, last but not least, Pastor, uh, we got some people that are upset. Uh, as you know, uh, the church threw a Netflix party watching Chris Rock. We got some uh, unreadiness. Uh, Brother Will and Jada did not appreciate y'all running the special at the church, seeing as how much money they have donated to the church, Annie. Uh, it seems like Will is upset and thinking about coming to the church and slapping you. So I just want you to know that there's an issue. <laughs> Well, <laughs> please come down here <laughs> and slap me. I guarantee you there'll be a whole Netflix special following that immediately. <laughs> boy, you, boy, we will have a Netflix special, a news report. <laughs> you go. I wish. Come on, please, Lord. We gotta go. Uh, coming up in 32 minutes after the hour. <laughs> coming up next, I should say, it is Ask the CLO with Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey in the building, ready for your love questions right after this. Mm-hmm. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, former Sweetie Pie's co-owner Tim Norman is sentenced to life. Uh, Fox Nation's Anatomy of a Hoax docuseries covering the Jesse Smollett saga premieres this month. And actor Isaiah Washington, remember him? Well, Isaiah says he's retiring from acting. We'll talk about Mm. all of these stories at the top of the hour. But right now, it is time to ask the CLO, Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey. Regina in Detroit, Steve, says, I suspected my husband was cheating, so I got a female co-worker to flirt with my husband in his DMs. He started talking to her instantly and I confronted him. He apologized, but he said my coworker is still DMing him. How should I handle this? Mm. See, see, Careful. No, see, see, that's what you did. <laughs> what you see, for. Yeah. see, you opened up the can of worms. Now the worms is loose in the flow. What, what you want? What you want? Your husband say your co-worker still DMs, so there you go. Your husband is cheating and you didn't your coworker ain't your friend. <laughs> you need some new people in your life. Cause you don't know how to pick friends or husbands. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, really. I mean, you gotta start over. You gotta yeah. start over. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. it. Next that's year. It. All right. Moving on to Sean in Tampa. Tampa says, I have two female roommates. They think we are one big, happy, platonic family, but I'm sleeping with both of them secretly. Should I call a family meeting and discuss how we shall all come together knowingly and just have fun? Please advise. Boy, (laughs) shut your mouth. Enjoy the ride. Man. What is wrong with you? Like Y'all already are a big happy family. <laughs> you already are sleeping with each one of them. What in the world would you tell them for so y'all can all sleep together? Boy, one at a time is fine. Shut uh, up. Yes. Stupid. stupid. <laughs> <laughs> See, now that's stupid. That's yeah. real stupid. Because he wants to tell the truth? The Surely. truth is not it's, necessary here. It's too late for the truth. I, I mean, what'll happen? What's the worst that could happen if, if he tells the truth? He'll break it up can, with both of them. Mm-hmm. He's gonna, gonna lose, lose both it. Of them. <laughs> well, what's wrong with that? 
everything. <laughs> then his hopes and dreams of a big happy family is gone. Right now they're a big happy family. Why would you destroy a happy family, Shirley? We over with here the truth. For with you. the truth. We with the truth. For you. Yeah. Wow, you God. guys. Just Shirley, don't suggest this. First of all, yes, Steve. I think they all know. You think so? Ah, one of them them girls know. He just said it's Let's a secret. Just, he just said it's a he's secret. It's, 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 yeah. He yeah. thinks yes. them yes. girls don't know. Mm-hmm. And they all they all live there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When the other one come in the house and and don't and, and don't see them, but they in the house but don't see them in the door lock. What she think happened? <laughs> Man, she put two and two together. He said it was a secret. That's all I'm saying. It's, all right. Moving on to Sylvia in Bladensburg. Sylvia says, I'm a few years older than the man I am dating, and we're having fun sexually, but I'm skeptical of some of the things he tries to do. Things are not supposed to be where he tries to put them. How do I get him to stop being so extra? Oh. Oh, Is he trying to impress this older woman? No. What, what's no, happening you, here? Shirley, this ain't what you do, baby. You well, I'm asking. Well, no, it's what you do. What well, I'm asking. No, no, it's not what I do. <laughs> no, what, what you do. do. It ain't what I do. I'm very consistent. <laughs> no. I'm the same old act. I'm the same old act. The same old act. What do you do? Tricks is for kids, you silly rabbits. I don't. Uh-uh. I'm standing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Standing. He's right. trying. Yeah. He's trying to do too much. Yeah, he needs to stop. You just going to tell him this ain't what Did you Did I just do. not say that? <laughs> He's trying to impress her. Yeah, no, that's, that's not impressive. At all. Shirley, he's trying to do what he want to do. He's mm-hmm. not trying to impress. Impress her with No, his, Shirley, I don't prowess. think you understand. Yeah, Shirley. and there's only so much we can say. I don't uh, think you understand. Right. That, so we're going right. to wait to the commercial break. And we're going to explain this thing to you. But no, lady, you're doing this. Why she don't get way. this? She don't, man. I don't know why Shirley did. She, she, she be overplaying that Christian thing too much. <laughs> she just be overplaying that I have questions. That Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Ain't nobody up on this here show all that good at Christian. <laughs> None of them. Including me. None we all fall short. You got that right. <laughs> well, say say you short, though. Don't sit up there and act like you don't know. <laughs> Goodness. I ain't never I've heard of that. What is he talking about? Merely oh, saying, he's trying, he's trying to, to impress this older woman. He's not trying to impress her, Shirley. Okay. This is not about impressing. It was a question. Oh, this is about going pressing. On. Yeah. This ain't about impressing. <laughs> yeah. He pressing. Jeez, you guys. And uh-huh. he is wrong for that. It's too much. <laughs> Yeah, she can break up with him. Move on. That is peace. (laughs) That is peace in the valley. Let me just say that. There you go. That is peace in the valley. Now that valley, I understand. Yeah, stay out the cave. That's it. There you go. It's bells in the cave. She asked it. She asked it. Yeah, but he explained it yes, so we can I move did. on. We don't have to keep it. Yeah. Oh, yes, oh, I you did. Wanna... Okay. Yeah, yeah Tom, I think the that's last... best. 
Next okay, are you one, done Shirley. if you exhaust? Yes, Steve. <laughs> Next one, please. <laughs> this is the last one, okay? okay? The last one. Dana in Biloxi says, I'm a 34-year-old single mom of a 16-year-old. My son's dad's parents let my son and I live in one of their homes for 14 years. They just told me that I have to move out after my son graduates in 2024. I raised their grandson. How can they do this? You got to get out the house. The child support is over. They helping with the child support. They raising their grandson. Once the grandson turn 18, you got to go. You got two years. What is you crying about the two years before? You got to go. That ain't your mama and that ain't your daddy. And that ain't you your ain't their daughter. <laughs> and but that it is ain't her your grandson. House. <laughs> yeah. And she got no, one year. 2020. Yeah, just one year. It's her son. You're getting out that house. I know that. You can't hang on no more. It's over. Quit begging these old ass people. Thank you, CLO. Jeez. Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have some entertainment news for you right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. There's a concert coming to town that I just have to see. He's one of my favorite artists. I already have my tickets front row. I bought the tickets months in advance. I'm so excited. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com strawberry. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Former welcome to Sweetie Pie's reality star and co-owner of the restaurant uh, Sweetie Pie's, Tim Norman, was given two life sentences plus 240-month sentence. Yeah, that's a lot. For a 
240-month sentence after being found guilty of conspiracy to commit murder for hire. Murder for hire resulting in the death and mail fraud. In 2020, the 44-year-old St. Louis native was arrested and accused of masterminding the murdering of his nephew, his own nephew, Andre Montgomery Jr. Court documents reveal that Norman took out a life policy, life insurance policy for his nephew, amounting to about $450,000. That happened back in 2014. So he's out of here. Two life sentences. What that, that mean? You die and come back. You so got you to mean go you ain't again. Dying. You ain't gonna make that it to the second life no, sentence. You won't. Yeah. yeah. You won't be able to serve that second. <laughs> Man, I, I don't understand two life sentences. I just I don't get that. I know. It's just the like crime was so bad. Well, yeah. Well, it was, was so probably bad. two charges. Yeah. And he got life for each mm-hmm. charge. Probably. I don't get the killing your nephew. Yeah. Out of our two places. Yeah. Yeah. For four hundred fifty thousand, you know, I, I you just, killed your mother's grandson. God, mm-hmm. that's horrible. You you killed your, your brother child. or your sister, either your brother or your sister's child. child Absolutely, yeah. 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 right. But you know, man, I don't. I, I just, you know, man, I don't. Th- I don't know how people understand how it works today. It's too. They know too much. You can't get away with this no more. Right, right. You can't get away with nothing no Forensics, more. All of no. Man, they do. They yeah. got. They they've seen this movie before. Mm-hmm. No, they haven't, but they will. It's called what, Pride. What are you talking about tune exactly, Tommy? Mm-hmm. It's a movie called Pride. You might want to tune in. I mean, you might want to tune in. It piggybacks this story. It's called Rip from the Headlines. Are you, you might want to see. Movie mm, called Pride. Oh my sorry? God! What am I? What? <laughs> That's the part I really? was what? for. <laughs> <laughs> the rip from the headlines. You want to no see Pride? What he was talking yeah. about? <laughs> uh, I'm, just, I'm just as clueless. I got quiet. I said, "What the hell is he talking about?" <laughs> <As a church laughs> you were listening. As a matter of fact, it is. What? It yeah. is a movie. <laughs> yes. Yay, nephew. Lifetime Movie Channel. April the 8th, Saturday night. Oh, my God. It's called Pride. Ripped from the headlines of this type of story right here. So is you the nephew in this, too? I am am not the nephew. I'm the uncle that crazy was the one that's doing uh, two life sentences. That guy right there. Damn, man. Yeah. Evil. Also you starting to Low down. I can't believe you took that role. You know, Tom, I ain't never really seen you as no sinister ass dude, man. <laughs> what? You know, what? what? You what? No, what? oh no, 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 no. He's not sinister. Oh, he he revengeful. He's spiteful. But he's not sinister. <laughs> well, he's acting, Steve. <laughs> he uh, I heard him talking about it. He's not really doing the two like sinister. He's crazy. Also yeah. starring the beautiful Stephanie Mills. So you don't want, I'm going to put that in there too. Yes. Star okay. studded. Right. Yay. All right. All right. Then. All right. Well, moving on to uh, this next story Fox Nation will revisit the infamous Jesse Smollett saga with a five part docuseries titled Jesse Smollett Anatomy of a Hoax. The series will feature exclusive interviews with the Osandario brothers uh, who were part of the elaborate plot to stage a hate crime against Jussie Smollett. Meanwhile, Smollett continues to maintain his innocence. Um, Fox Nation's executive vice president stated, quote, we're excited for viewers to hear the real stories behind this scandal from the Asandero brothers uh, for the first time. The docuseries will premiere on March 13th. 
There you yeah, go. I'm not in that. I'm not in that one. Right You're now. not in that I'm one. Not, no, I'm not. You're in not playing from one the of headlines. The <laughs> 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 Narrow Brothers. Jesse. Whole time you're gonna be watching Jesse. Come on now. Yeah, yeah. He still maintains his innocence. I why I don't know, but he does. But what about Dave Chappelle? Some of our black people, we were all like, what happened now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, juicy juicy Smollett. <laughs> <laughs> all right, finally, actor Isaiah Washington says he's calling it quits on his acting career, and he's heading for no. an early retirement. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's out. He's out. Because of the haters. That's why he's uh, saying he's quitting. He's blaming it on the haters. Washington, who's probably best known for his role in Grey's Anatomy, tweeted his announcement explaining uh, that past criticism of his character played a part in his decision. He tweeted, quote, those who have been following slash witnessing my journey here on Twitter since 2011 all know that I have fought the good fight, but it seems that the haters, provocateurs, and the useful idiots have won. Okay, brother. As you may brother. recall, you're brother. letting them win, man. Shirley, go ahead. And then I got well, well. I mean, he played. He was fired from his role as Preston Burke on Grey's Anatomy back in 2007 uh, after he made some anti-gay remarks on set, and then he repeated them at the Golden Globe Awards that year. Uh, Washington said his future plans include to travel around the country before it falls into socialism and then communism. And his upcoming film, Corsicana, will be his right final there. film. That's why his ass ain't working right now. See, all right. the ignorant ass statements before the country fall into socialism, then communism. Yeah. He gonna travel the country. You ain't gonna go far without no money. I'm gonna tell you that. He's right a there. great actor. You can go. You can get. You you can get a bus pass to the country, but you will not be on an airplane. The haters you're talking about, man, are the ones you created. See, you mm. created these haters. And then you allowing them to dictate your future. That don't make no sense. You have don't to be responsible no for what you say. Yeah. Bruh. Yeah. Own it, own it, own, own it. it. All right. Bruh. Coming up at 20 minutes after the hour, speaking of being responsible for what you say, we'll tell you what Shaka Khan had to say. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> Come on, Shaka. <laughs> About the 200 mm-mm. best singers of all time right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Shaka Khan, the famous singer Shaka Khan, we all know her, Shaka Khan, shared her unfiltered opinion of the vocal talents of Mariah Carey, Mariah J., uh, Mary J. Blige, and others during an interview on the Originals podcast. This happened recently. Shaka's opinions were in reaction to Rolling Stone's list of 200 best singers of all time. Shaka claimed it was her first time hearing of the list and commented, I didn't even know what the hell you were talking about. So obviously, this don't mean a great deal to me. These people don't quantify or validate me in any way. When Shaka heard that Mariah was in the number five spot, she said, quote, that must be paella or some sugar honey iced tea like that. Uh, as the host went down the list of singers on the list, uh, Shaka said, <laughs> these are blind bees, okay? They are blind as... <laughs> as they... She was on one, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mother blanking bat. They need uh. hearing aids, all right? When when Shaka heard that uh, Adele was ranked ahead of her at number twenty two, she said, "Okay, I quit. I quit." <laughs> <laughs> That's, uh... Carla, you got the top ten. 
these well, are the top is... 10 of the 200 greatest singers from Rolling Stone of, magazine of all time. Of so all that's time. what yeah. Mm-hmm. Rolling Stone magazine needs they ass whipped. <laughs> you sound like Shaka. <laughs> but I ain't Shaka Khan is right. Uh-huh. <laughs> she got every right to be salty. But you yes, know, now, people were now, mad now, at her for what she said. Well, no, they can be mad, but Shaka Khan can say, "Give me the top ten, Carla." Al Green is number ten okay. on this list. Just do the Otis. list quickly, baby. Nine is uh, Otis Redding. <laughs> Eight is Beyonce. Seven <laughs> is Stevie Wonder. Six is Ray Charles. Five okay. is Mariah. Four is Billie Holiday. Three is Sam Cooke. Two is Whitney. And number one is the queen of yes. soul, Aretha Franklin. Which Aretha Franklin. One I agree and with. Two, one, one and two, two one I and have two. no problem with. At all. Right. At all. Right. The rest of the list, <laughs> Can the what? top ten is shot. Let me tell y'all something. Michael Jackson is How? at 86. How? 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 Prince. How? Is at 16. Where's Luther? Uh, he ain't on now. He at like <laughs> one one. He what? at one on one. Adele at 22. Luther at one on one. Who what? <laughs> All right, look. <laughs> what number was Shaka Khan? Uh, Shaka was 20 uh, two, something, right? Something 20 20 or something. You, all them 20 people can say better than Shaka Khan. <laughs> John Lennon is number 12. Bob Dylan All right, coming up next, uh, ooh, Sister Odell is here yeah. to, tell, <laughs> to start our yeah. week off to help us. We're yeah. saving our own lives. <laughs> we'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, Sister Odell is here, ladies and gentlemen. She's here. We- <laughs> You what I had. She flipped Come on over. Oh, my Jesus. Says you went away. My Lord, my Lord. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Good morning Sister Odell. Shirley Carly Jr., boy. How y'all this morning? We're good. How are you? Well, what's going on? Well, you know, there's this video that's uh, resurfaced, Sister Odell of Cece Winans of the Winans family, uh, explaining why she wasn't a part of Whitney Houston's music video for I'm Every Woman, because, you know, she and Whitney were very good friends. Here's what Cece said. Yeah. Cece said, quote, I'm Every Woman was a great video. When you think about how it was written, it's a great song, but the lyrics don't line up with the word of God because it started off with, I could cast a spell. And Cece said, I'm not saying that. But no, well, you ain't that- in the video. <laughs> That's fine. Well, who, who saw the video was going? Who, 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 who you know, see the video went, where in the world is Cece? <laughs> See anybody, anybody, anybody ain't watching because she wasn't in it. See, this what kills me, all these over over the top Christians. This song ain't oh. about nothing. It's just over the top Christians. That's all it is. Uh-huh. 
I can cast this spell on you. You well, you ain't got to sing that. Get another line. Well, you know, her issue, Sister Odell, is that, you know, people get so wrapped up in the beats and it's like demonic, she said. You're listening to demonic stuff and you wonder why you don't know what's going Girl, on. Girl, I That's can cast a spell on you. It means one thing and one thing only and we what? all know what that is. What does it mean, mm. Yes, Wendy was fitting to put it on him and it's going to cast a spell on him. You know what that means. Bobby, I love you. Now, yeah, now, now, Miss CC, let's be honest. Now, you you to put it on somebody too. You got you got children. Big cats is Hello, <laughs> hello. Sometimes being in love is like a spell. <laughs> you know, all these, all these little Christians run around here. Somebody put a spell on somebody. <laughs> See that is. Now. Okay. All right, just that. straighten that right on out. That's yeah. it. That, we got uh-huh. to stop this foolishness being mm-hmm. more Christian than the other people's. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, all right. you know. Holier than thou, that sort of thing. Oh, I runs into it all the time. Uh-huh. I'm sure you see it. Yeah. I know you see Boy, what I ain't seen. <laughs> get so pissed. I get so sick of people trying to be more Christian than me. Who? Yeah, well. <laughs> did, you, did you know the whining, Sister Odell? I knew every last one of them. Oh, oh, did you? I, I knew that. their great-great-grandfather. Oh, Who was that? What, what was his name? Cry. Cry. Huh? Cry. Crying whining. Crying oh, whining. Crying. Oh, oh, crying. That's what they call it. Crying and whining. <laughs> <laughs> silly. You're so silly. <laughs> I don't know how y'all ain't get that right. Uh, we got it. We got it. We got it. Got right it. on the money. Old Crying used to be up there all the time. He'd be in service. That's where he got the name Crying from, because he'd stand up there. He was a preacher, you know, and it just sounded like he was crying all the time. Oh, God. Oh, God. Crying 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 you about the Lord. <laughs> God have been to me. <laughs> <laughs> you. That's what the Lord has done for me. He picked me up, <laughs> turned me around, laid Come my on, feet, uh, laid my feet on solid <laughs> ground. He was here for me. I don't on, know cry. what to do without him now. Thank you, Sister Odell. Coming up okay. next, it is the Any nephew time. with today's prank phone call right after this. See y'all. Bye. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at about four minutes after the hour, it's my strawberry letter for today. And the subject is, I went right over there and got him. I don't Steve. know what's Why wrong with Steve. I don't know. Horizontal. I don't know. Get up. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> I'm waiting on my coffee. <laughs> oh, you can't hold your head. Oh, you, you need that. So you can... <laughs> right now. All right, come on. <laughs> All right. Subject of today's strawberry letter. I went right over there and got him. We'll get into that in just a few. But right now, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? We're going down to the cemetery. Okay. okay. Every now and then, you got to take a trip down there. We're going down Ooh, to the cemetery. Scary. Uh, don't be scared. Oh, ain't, 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 ain't nothing to be scared of. Ain't nobody over there finna get up. Nobody. Okay? <laughs> nobody finna get up. 
The title right here is You Gave Me the Wrong Directions to My Sister's Grave. You Gave Me Wrong Directions to My Sister's what? Grave. Who are you pranking? What? If you go down to this first tree and make a right, and then take when you see that first tomb, tomb make another left there. Go up about four bodies, and then the body on the right. You mean? Yeah, plots. My bad. Plots. I don't like you or the setup. (laughs) You ain't never had. You ain't never had funeral directions before. That's your problem. You ain't never had funeral directions. You think? You don't think so? Once you get into the cemetery, turn left. Uh Go down to the oak tree. Make a right. Go up. Go up about six plots. Count them. See, but you, you said, see, but you said go up about six bodies. Bodies. That's see that right there. Now, That's if don't nobody want to go in there and people just laying out on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> when you get to the tent, that, that ain't your sister at the tent. When you get to the tent, keep going. Oh, and all you done covered them up is with a top. <laughs> right. Boy. So we're looking like the morgue up in here. Uh-uh. <laughs> you gave me wrong directions to my sister's grave. Let's go, cat dog. Hello. Thank you for calling Cemetery. How may I help you? My name is Frederick Stammer. They're down at Tamara Mc. Let me see. She's in the office. One moment, please. Thank you. It just don't, it don't make sense. For us all to go out there like we did, and then they're running into these type of problems. That Hello? Have. Hello? Hello? Listen, my name is Frederick Stemmons. Okay. Now, my sister's sister is buried out there. Okay. And we come out there last week on Monday to come out there and pray over the the, uh, the space where she is. Now, you is the one that told us that it was a few spaces away from the mausoleum. Now, we got out there and prayed over my sister Frances' bearer and found out that we was in the wrong space. And they say you was the one that told it to us. Sir, I don't even know what you're talking about. But you was the one that told us that my sister Frances... I don't give out spaces. I'm in the administrative office. I don't know where you work. All I know is you was the one that told us this. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. You was the one that my grandbaby said that she talked to the woman named Tamara. And you had us out there standing over some white man's body, and it wasn't Sir, right. I'm not a counselor, so I can't tell you where a space is. So your granddaughter lied to you. Ain't nobody lied to me. Not you had us out there in the wrong space. I couldn't Pre- have had you in the wrong space because I don't even know the cemetery. You know what? I'm going to send my grandbaby up there to talk to you. Okay. I'll be here till 5. You're very mischievous. You know that? I'll be here till 5 o'clock. You, you have a good day. No, you don't you hang up this phone on me. You have a good day. No, I'm not going to have a good day. You had me praying over my sister Francis's body, and it was the wrong one. And we're sitting there praying over this white man's body. It wasn't right. Hello? I'm listening to you. You don't have an apology or nothing. Because I know I didn't tell your granddaughter where a space was. Then what did you tell her? I don't even know who your granddaughter is. What do you mean you the Simmons family, we were not there. I don't know who the Simmons family is. It's sir. not Simmons, it's Simmons. Simmons. I don't know a Simmons family. That's what I'm telling you. I'm not a counselor. I don't even deal with family. Here's what I need you to do. 
Can you go out there and pray over my sister body? I don't know where your sister is buried. Sir. It's supposed to have been six spaces away from the mausoleum. I don't. Are there any spaces? Yeah. Where is it? Where is it at? Section two. Section two? We was in section two, but it was some white man. We was. That, that, it, it wasn't my sister Francis. Okay, I don't even know who your sister Francis is. I do not even know where section two is. Whoever came into the cemetery and said that they spoke to me, they probably did speak to me, and I probably got the information from a counselor, but I never showed them exactly where the spot was. So if they were out there praying over your sister and they were in the wrong spot, that's not my problem. They're praying over some white man. That's not my problem, sir. If you gave the, wrong, to the wrong spot. If you gave the wrong information, it is just my limit. I, I don't give the wrong information. Tamar, I told them, yes, she's in Section 2. But I did not physically go out there and point to the spot to tell them to pray over that spot. Let me explain what I'm trying to, to, to stop from happening. If my people come up there, it's going to be some more bodies getting married. And I don't want nobody to get okay, hurt. Okay, I mean, your family can come up here. It's not going to be no more bodies being buried. What they can do is come up here and write, and we can conversate about this. But it's not going to be an uproar up here. I want you to go out there and you pray over Francis's body. I'm not going out to pray over nobody's body. You it's, ain't not, got, it's not you my ain't. family member. I didn't tell them the wrong information. Do they you love the Lord? Asked, do you love the Lord? I dearly do. Then you ought to have some sympathy. I want you to bow your head right now. No, I'm going to um, end this conversation Gracious because God, I have other work to do. Now, if they in want the to come in friend. and talk to me, I will be here until 5 o'clock. Can I say one more thing before you go? You can say one more thing and I'm ending the call. Okay. This nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, you just got pranked, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Sister Tamika set you up, baby. And you just got it, baby, from nephew Tommy. <laughs> Boy, you were standing your ground. You like, uh-uh, no. Nah. Just because you went and prayed over the wrong body, that don't mean nothing. I ain't got nothing to do with that. <laughs> All right, check it out. You got to tell me one thing. What's the baddest radio show in the land? The <laughs> <laughs> And there you have it. That's it. When last time y'all been to a funeral lately? When last time y'all been to a funeral? No, I stopped going to a long yeah, time. I, I haven't been, man. Yeah. It's been a while. Don't nobody want to go to no funeral. No. Yeah. I, yes, I know there's some to... people love to go, Steve. It's well, it is. It, I, you know what? It, I take it that really back. It really is. Yeah. It is people who who hear about them and go to them. Mm-hmm. They don't even know the person. <laughs> no. Yeah. I'm talking They're about but, but being that grieving like they family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> My aunt had a thing. She just wanted to see the body. That's it. I told you guys that before. That's all. What she is that fetish right the there? That you want to see the body? I don't know. No, no. I be, I be well, the one trying not to go up to it. Yeah. I be trying. Well, <laughs> everybody gets to be the body at one point in time. I ain't in no hurry. <laughs> I know or that's you, right. I'm not a funeral, funeral guy, man. I just don't like it. <laughs> If you went to the funeral, my aunt didn't get a chance to go. Did you see the body? How'd he look? Yeah. How'd she look? Look just dead. like him. <laughs> he looked dead. He wasn't moving. <laughs> he wasn't breathing. His <laughs> eyes were shut. The makeup was a little off. He looked oh, dead. 
<laughs> he looked embalmed. That's how he looked. <laughs> Up next, Strawberry Letter subject. I went right over there and got him. <laughs> we'll get into that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. It is time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if, listen, if you need advice on relationships, on sex, work, parenting, or more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com. All you have to do is click Submit Strawberry Letter, and we could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. And you never know, it could be yours. So write us. We want to help you. You never know. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, Strawberry Letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, I went right over there and got him. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm 42 years old, and I dated a man for eight years, and we broke up about five months ago. For years, he told me that he wanted to get married, and we'd get engaged when the time was right. He told me that he wanted to have babies with me and buy me a big house. He had the means to do everything he promised me, but he didn't follow through. He preferred to be out with his friends to over, or, or over his parents' house. I started seeing the signs that either he was tired of me or had he had someone else. He assured me that he was just getting out more and... Um, you know, since we've been in a house together for two years because of the pandemic, I started to feel like our relationship was a joke. And it was. He didn't even have the decency to tell me that he was moving on and we were done. On a Friday night, five months ago, he staged an argument so he could leave. He packed up most of his clothes in one night and he left. The next morning I woke up. He was getting the TVs off the wall. I threw myself at him and made a fool of myself as I begged and pleaded with him to stay with me. His friend that was with him had tears in his eyes too and he tried to calm me down. My man was emotionless and just kept getting more of his stuff so he could leave. After two months of going crazy and trying to talk to him, his friend told me that my man is engaged to one of his exes and they live together. I went right over to her house and tried to get my man back. 
His fiance says she's sorry and uh, that he didn't tell me, but they've been back together for almost a year. I still begged him to leave with me. Still today, I feel like such a fool. What did I do to deserve this? Why couldn't he just say he wanted to leave me? Well, I mean, he didn't say it because some men, you know, they just aren't right. You you know that. Uh, they can't handle telling the truth when, when they want to break up. Uh, they would rather do just what he did and just leave, stage an argument or something like that and get out of there. Uh, but I got to ask you, you were with him eight years. You didn't see any signs. I mean, you said that, you know, he was hanging out with his parents and his friends and all of that. You saw something going on. You felt something. You knew something wasn't right. Why were you with him for eight years anyway? Um you know what? I, I just say this. You should be happy that he's gone. You should be. I mean, um, he's no longer cheating on you. He's no longer lying to you. All of that. He's no longer playing you. Uh, right now, you're playing yourself. Just let him go. He has clearly moved on with this woman. Uh, you know, you said he had the means to do everything that he promised you, but he never followed through. So, for eight years, you knew that, and you still stayed with him. I think at this point, you have more of a relationship with his fiance that he's been with for a year than you have with him, because at least she apologized. Let them have each other. You move on with your life. It's over. He took the TVs off the wall. It's over. Steve? Wow. Wow. This letter's crazy. <laughs> I went right over there and got him. That wrote right there. <laughs> the, the title of the letter, I went right over there and got him. No, you didn't. Hmm. No, you didn't. You ain't got nobody. All right, here we go. I'm 42. Date a man for eight years. I mean, you've been dating this man since you was 34 years old. Y'all broke up five months ago. Now, listen to this. They broke up five months ago. Why is she writing us a letter of a breakup that occurred five months ago? You know why? Because she won't let it go. Because for years, uh, he told me he wanted to get married and we get engaged when the time was right. He told me he wanted to have babies with me, buy me a big house. He had the means to do everything. Now, this is a dangerous line. He had the means to do everything. I might have to come back to that. He promised me, but he didn't follow through. He preferred to be out with his friends over to his parents' house. Wait a minute, what? He would rather be out with his friends or over to his parents' house. You think this grown-ass man was going over to his mom and daddy's house? He was going over to a house, but I, he didn't. It, he wasn't at his friend's house or his mom and daddy's house. He was at his new house. Yeah, I don't know what you... I started seeing the signs that either he was tired of me or he had someone else. He just told you he was getting out more since we've been in the house together for two years because of the pandemic. Breaks, here we go. There it is right there. Y'all was stuck in that house together for two years in the pandemic. That did it for him. He knew. In that two-year period during the pandemic, you was not the one for him. You should have discovered in that pandemic that he was not the one for you. 
So y'all broke up. That pandemic broke up a lot of homes. Oh, it's a statistic out there that a lot that a lot of divorces came out of that pandemic. Yeah, you started to feel like your relationship was a joke, and it was. He didn't even have the decency to tell me he was moving on and we are done. And then if something happened on a Friday night, when we come back, I'll tell you how he told you, but you just didn't listen when we come back. All right, Steve. We will have part two of your response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Today's Strawberry Letter subject, I went right over there and got him. <laughs> we'll get back into the letter right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter. The subject is... I went right over there and got him. Hmm. Now, this woman right here lost a relationship. They had been dating for eight years. She was 34. They broke up five months ago. You're listening to that now. Uh, Never got engaged. Got a bunch of false promises. Said that he was going to marry her, get her a big house. And, you know, she said he had the means to do all of this. And he never followed through. Then she said he preferred to be out with his friends all over his parents' house. If you think a man is spending all his time in his friends' house and his mom and daddy house, you stupid. <laughs> I started seeing signs that either he was tired of me or he had somebody else. Oh, really? Mm. But he assured me that he was just getting out more since y'all had been in the house together for two years during the pandemic. That pandemic broke y'all up, lady. He saw you every day for two years, and he decided that ain't what he wanted the rest of his life. He decided after two years you wasn't it. He saw that in the pandemic, and you didn't see it in him. He was through with you after the pandemic. The pandemic broke y'all up. He didn't even have a decency to tell me that he was moving on and we were done. Yes, he did, but you didn't hear it, though. This is how he told you. On a Friday night, Five months ago, he staged an argument so he could leave. He packed up most of his clothes in one night and left. Oh, lady, you wasn't paying attention. He already had a couple boxes packed. He had been working on this for about two weeks. Mm. A couple boxes was packed. You can't hear you. Ain't nobody moving tonight. Nobody. <laughs> Stuff be everywhere. You don't know it, but it was a couple of pre-packaged boxes. You just didn't see it. He packed up most of his clothes one night, and he left. The next morning, I woke up, and he was getting TVs off the wall. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. This says it's over when you wake up, and he getting TVs off the wall. But now, let's go back to a line in the letter said. You said he told me he wanted to have babies with me and buy me a big house. And then you said, I started seeing the signs that he had some, but he had the means to do everything. Well, hold on. If he had the means to do all this, why is he in there taking TVs off the wall? Yeah. <laughs> Sound like a poor-ass move to me. Oh, <laughs> Sounded mighty, mighty poor to me. So now I threw myself at him, made a fool of myself, begged and pleaded with him to stay. His friend that was with him had tears in his eyes, too. Well, he had tears in his eyes because... He said to me, going, I can't believe I'm over here. And what difference do why you have to tell us that his friend had tears in her eyes? The dude that was packing and taking TVs off the wall, he ain't had no tears in his eyes. 
and he tried to calm me down. My man was motionless and just kept getting more of his stuff so he could leave. After two months of going crazy and trying to talk to him, his friend told me that your man, my man was engaged to one of his exes and they lived together. I went right over to her house and tried to get my man back. Oh, Lord, you stupid. His fiance, wait a minute, this didn't jump. This is his fiance now. His fiance says she was sorry he didn't tell me, but they've been back together for a year almost. I still begged him to leave with me. He didn't. And still today, I feel like such a fool. What did I do to deserve this? Well, probably nothing. It don't, you don't have to do nothing to get deserve to get treated wrong. You didn't. Stop trying to beat yourself about what you deserve to do. This. It happened. Why couldn't he just say he wanted to leave me? He said it. You wasn't listening. When he told you he was over his friend's house and his mama's house, he was telling you then he was gone. But you didn't listen to him. When he started packing them clothes up, what you think he was doing? When you woke up and them TVs was coming off the wall, what do you think it was? Why did you go over there and his fiance? I'm sorry he didn't tell you, but we've been together for over a year. She didn't offer him back. She didn't tell him to get out. No, the decision was made. Everybody's made the decision and come to the conclusion but you. But oh no, you need closure. It's over. He ain't coming back. He live with her. Why don't you holler at the dude that had the tears in his eyes that felt so sorry oh, for you? Maybe friend, he yeah. wants you. Since you want to throw yourself on the floor at somebody, you know, go over there and talk to, uh, you know, you know, Mr. Mr. TLC. You know, mm-hmm. since he had tears in his eyes, you know. But sometimes you just got to move on. There is no closure. It was a pandemic. Y'all found out a lot about each other that you didn't know before. And he found out he didn't care for you. But you still cared for him. Things changed. You're young, you're 42, you got plenty of time to start your life. You got plenty of time. You can start over 50, 60. But he don't want you. That's clear. Can we move on from this, please? And why, again, did you write us five months after the breakup? Can't help you now. <laughs> they probably having kids by now, lady. It's over with. <laughs> and they All watching right. that TV that he came in there and took off the wall. Well... <laughs> Well, listen, thank you, Steve. Hit us up on Instagram at Steve Harvey FM to comment on today's Strawberry Letter. You can also check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Now, coming up next, we'll have some sports with Junior right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now for Sports Talk with Junior. What you got, Junior? Okay, uh, man, Memphis Grizzlies guard, John Morant in trouble, missed game last night. He's going to miss a game tomorrow. For brandishing a gun in a club with his shirt off on Instagram. What? So, yeah, Are you man. Serious, man. The yes. little dude from Memphis, man. Yeah, man. Yes. Dog, yeah, Shannon man. What's wrong with him? Shannon done told him you are not a gangster. Hey, man. Oh, so man. he did apologize, say he let his team down, his fans and his family, and uh, you know, he's gonna take some time away from the game to get him some help and, and uh, you know, work through his situation. But Man, you're such a star in the NBA, man. You you just have a different role. You just can't be out here on Get Instagram. Get you some security, man. What you doing? Yeah. Bruh, damn gun. Bruh, bruh. Why are you in a club in Memphis with no shirt on? Why are you in a club in Memphis with a gun? You are in the NBA. Cats spend their whole life trying to get out the hood. 
He not a gangster. Shannon Sharp told him that, man. You not a gangster, y'all. Stop hanging with them people. Shannon Sharp forewarned him about this. He keep trying to prove he hard. This little boy was about to be the face of the NBA. Yeah. Well, I don't keep I he will he mess his career up. Oh, just, just. boy, let me tell you something. Well, he's, he's fixed that face of the NBA thing. He didn't fix that up for good. That's out. That's out. That, That's they can't let that go. Yeah, I got you, man. So, man, we're just praying for you, man. Listen, brother. This is an act of stupidity. People who have far less got enough sense not to walk in a club with no shirt on and pull a gun out. You're a millionaire. Is, what you doing? Yeah, this is where your daddy's supposed to step in. Now is the time where he's supposed to step in and wait, be oh, a daddy. Well, wait a minute. Oh, wait. Did, 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 uh, hey, no, did you see I his know. daddy? Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. so, this, yeah. this is what you're supposed to step up and be doing. Not stepping up in the midst of a fight. He did apologize and say he takes full responsibility for his actions. No, John that's Moran what the did. publicists are telling you to say. See, this is the <laughs> this is the damage control. Damage control. It's yeah. too late for that. Where were you at when you were in the club with the gun with your shirt off on Instagram? Why yeah. are you in this the club? This is an act of ignorance, man. Now, this is just me just hearing the story as it is. Yeah, I don't I know if there's more to it, but what more could it be? No, there's some more shirt. There's a shirt some damn where before we got to the club. <laughs> there's, a, there's a drawer for the gun at home somewhere. <laughs> See, I just it just doesn't make any craziness. sense. It really no. is. Yeah. yeah. All right, thank you, Junior. Coming up at the top of the hour, a Dallas journalist gets fired for calling the mayor bruh in a tweet. We'll talk about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, I'm Rachel Martin. You probably know how interview podcasts with famous people usually go, right? There's a host, a guest, and a light Q&A. On NPR's new podcast, Wild Card, we have ripped up the typical script. It's part existential deep dive and part game show. I ask actors, artists, and comedians to play a game using a special deck of cards to ask some of life's biggest questions. Listen to NPR's Wild Card on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, last month, Megan Mangrum, a journalist for the Dallas Morning News, spoke out about a tweet from the Dallas mayor, Eric Johnson, where he claimed that media hasn't brought enough attention to the drop in violent crime. Megan responded by tweeting, saying, Bruh, national news is always going to chase the trend. Cultivate relationships with quality local news partnerships. Mayor Johnson resp- responded with a tweet that said, um... 
that has been it's been deleted by now but uh the tweet said bruh have we met three days after mangram sent the tweet she was fired now according to mangram her executive editor at the dallas morning news asked her if she would have used the term bruh if the mayor was white Mangrum answered yes, claiming that her Twitter feed is full of the word bruh. What do you guys think? Uh, Mangrum bruh. covers. Bruh. Mm-hmm. Is she white? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's yes. white. She's and white. Okay. He's black. Okay. He's black. Oh, yeah. yeah. Go. Yeah. So, see ya. Yep. Yeah. That's the culture we're in. She going. <laughs> yeah. Now, yeah, should yeah. she get her job back? Yeah. I think she should be suspended for a minute because everybody won't action, but she should get a job back. Bruh. But brother, <laughs> to, to the mayor, <laughs> to the mayor. Yeah, in word please would have been a little rougher though. Yeah. Oh goodness! <laughs> well, not Steve. that. Was ter- ter- that's termination. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but well, she lost a job now with yeah. bruh. With yeah. But and and she would not have called him a bruh if he were white. That's true. But and she, she says she know would that. have. Yeah, that's a lie. That's yeah. why her ass is gone. It's gone. Yeah. You know what she should have said? She said, I was trying to be funny, and I wish I hadn't. It was my attempt to be humorous. But no, no, no. They always hold on to that self-righteous stuff. She should have said, you know what? I was trying to be funny. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, hold up now. This is mm-hmm. what we do. But, you know, you're a journalist. You know better. You wouldn't yeah. do Words that to are important Abbott. to journalists. Especially a writer who's a journalist. They oh. know exactly how to use each word to convey yes. a thought. Oh, absolutely. Yes. absolutely. And so she's guilty Journalism. of that. Mm-hmm. Now, yes. she'd have yes. said, trying to be funny, she'd have helped mm-hmm. herself. But, oh, yeah. no, no, no. I have that all in my Twitter feed. Well, you don't write for Twitter. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, you Dallas write for Morning the Dallas News. Morning News, which right. is a newspaper. Mm-hmm. And yeah. she covers education and children's issues for the Dallas Morning News. Bye. Well. Yeah. Yeah, somebody else is going to be covering it now. <laughs> bruh. Bruh. <laughs> bruh. Somebody else is going to be in here covering it. Oh, brother. I, yeah. yeah, she never would have said that to anyone else. I mean, let's just be truthful. Well, she's here. trying Come to on. say, too, that she uses the word all the time. Yeah, and that's I, what she did say. I, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and I've heard white kids and young white people, That's they use that word, so that's mm-hmm. what she's trying to say. But, but no. It just was disrespectful to yeah. use that with the mayor. Writing very a story. much so, yeah. right? And I don't think if he were a white mayor, she would have used the term "bruh." I agree. Yeah, I agree. that's right, bruh. No, yeah. That's right, no. bruh. Bruh. Yeah. yeah, bruh. But she no, said no. she would have. Mm. Okay. Um, um, black bruh. journalists know not to call the mayor bruh. Black yeah. journalists know not to call the mayor bruh. Huh, bruh? Out of, out of respect, they wouldn't out of have respect. done. Out of respect, yes. You know, as and- hard as this man did work, climbed up political letter, become the mayor of a major city, a, ma- a major city or any Dallas. other city, yes. to degrade him down to just bruh. Yes. It's Mr. Mayor or, your or whatever the term is. Do, do yeah. they say your honor with the mayor? And, and Junior, you're right. If, 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 the, if the reporter were black and the mayor were white and the reporter said, dude, you know, would he yeah, have gotten that, fired? Yeah. <laughs> dude, yeah, wait a yeah. you know, would he yeah, have gotten fired? Right. Yes, he would have gotten fired. Shortly. Yeah. No, out of respect, we wouldn't do that. No, yeah. it's just a respect thing. Well, bro, I'm going to be in Dallas uh, until June, bro. <laughs> what you doing, bro? Well, who I'm you shooting ready to, to love. I'm shooting. I'm, oh, I'm not talking, talking to you, the mayor. I'm talking to you and Junior. I'm talking to you and Junior. I'm not talking to the mayor. <laughs> <Mm-mm>. <laughs> I know who the bro. 
I know who. Aren't girl. you in, in junior going to Dallas, bro? Bruh. Ain't you? Bruh. Yeah, we there. We there April first. All you bros can come out April first. <laughs> Bro, we got to go. Coming up in 20 minutes after the hour, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. March is Women's History Month, and California Congressman Robert Garcia kicked off the month with a speech on the House floor about none other than Beyonce. Mm. Okay, Garcia started his speech by noting that Black History Month ends just as Women's History Month begins. He said, quote, Mr. Speaker, I rise today to honor an individual who represents both so well. She's an icon. She's a legend and is now and forever the moment. I want to celebrate none other than who I believe is the undisputed queen of pop and R&B, Beyonce Knowles Carter. Beyonce made history last month as the first artist, of course, to win 32 Grammys. So he just wanted to get on the floor and (laughs) give love to He got that right. He got Mm -hmm. that right because I'm going to tell you flat out, Mm -hmm. flat out, living today, Living today, mm-hmm. there is no greater performer, male or female, than that doggone Beyonce card. Mm-hmm. That girl right there is it brings it. straight yeah. fire. Yes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Singing, Steve. choreography, talent overall, writing mm-hmm. skill, music, mm-hmm. voice, the total package. Her mm-hmm. artistry. Number one supreme. Mm-hmm. Yep. There has never been a woman that has worn that title. Since I've been alive, as the greatest mm. entertainer alive. All this right, is the congratulations. First time. Yep. <laughs> no, she's a bad girl, man. Yes, she is. Yes, she's she is. a bad girl. And, and a wife. Sure. And yeah. a mother. More and of the Steve Harvey it. Morning Show coming up at 33 minutes after the hour. We'll play a round of Would You Rather right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time for a round of Would You Rather, guys. Would you rather have your eyes? Very, very close together. Or would you just rather have hammer toes? Which one? Close eyes or uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go hammer, hammer toes? toes. Give I'm gonna go with hammer, 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 hammer toes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No. I can't get my eyes so close. This looking at my other eye. No. <laughs> hammer toes. All right. I can't have them little beady ass eyes. I'm not gonna do good with it. Shirley, you really can't do that because <laughs> you just you. You'll just be looking at yourself all damn day long. Them big ass eyes. Oh my God. Them big ass eyes be damn near touching. You be so scared. Ooh, that's me. (laughs) (laughs) What is that? That's my other eyeball. At least I can close my eyes all the way. My daughter cannot. (laughs) She cannot. She never has been able to. Well, where you think she got it from? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, moving on. Would you rather drink only warm prune juice, prune juice? Would you rather drink only warm prune juice for three days, or would you rather drink warm brown gravy? Ah, oh. no, I want that prune juice. I'm not drinking that damn you know, gravy. Prune juice. Right I know what house. it do, but I know yeah. what that, I know that gravy gonna clog me up. I'm not drinking that damn gravy. Like that. <laughs> I don't think you understand what's gonna happen to you with that. Warm ass prune juice. Prune juice? Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. I know what's going to happen. I drank it in the hospital. I know exactly what's going to happen. I got to go to work. <laughs> you about to have a colonoscopy. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know which way to go with this. So I'm just going to go with the gravy. I ain't never had prune juice. I ain't never uh-uh. had it. Man, you better drink that prune juice. <laughs> boy, you're going to be so sick of yourself. Yeah. Ooh. 
<laughs> but you need How that hospital gown. How much are we gown. talking, though? Huh? How much a are lot. we talking? Um, a glass. He said for three days. How about a glass? Three days. No, he meant how he meant oh, how a much glass? prune juice. Yeah, how oh, much prune juice? Not I'm how gonna long. take prune juice if it's just if it's a glass. Yeah, I'm taking I'm warm take prune, prune juice, juice for three days. Oh, one glass a day, or okay. warm brown gravy for three oh, days. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. One glass a day. Oh yeah, yeah. Give me the prune juice. Prune juice. But I need that gown with that with that cut out in the back. You need the that. hospital gown. We, we didn't ask you what you yeah. were wearing when you okay, were moving yeah, on. Prune juice. Hey, 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 well, let me tell you this, but after that second day of prune juice, you're gonna want that glass of gravy. I'm gonna tell you. <laughs> You're going to be crying for gravy. <laughs> All right. That's today's round of Would You Rather. Coming up, it's our last I'm break gonna of the day. I'm going to get the liposuction and shut it down. <laughs> and we'll close out the show with Steve's closing remarks right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, guys, here we are, our last break of the day on this Monday. It's been a good day. Oh, yeah. Thank the yeah. good Lord. Mm-hmm. Good day. New week. New yeah. Yeah. day. Yeah. Been, that's right. Let me just say this. Mm-hmm. Y'all needs to see Chris <laughs> Rock's special <laughs> on Netflix. Yes, you do. Yes. Oh, yes, you do. Period. Yes, you, do. <laughs> you needs to watch. Chris, what do he go in? Uh, oh, man. Yes, yes, on everything. He in. Yes, he does. <laughs> oh, everything. Do, do Will Smith get it? Yes. 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 You yes. need to tune in. <laughs> so here are the specials you need to watch, in my opinion. Chris Rock, mm-hmm. some more special. Ooh, yes, Lord. Yes. Yeah. Queen yes. Chandelier, mm-hmm. yes. Queen uh-huh. Chandelier on yes. Netflix. You got to watch that. Mm-hmm. Dion Cole, Charlene's boy. boy. Check. Yes. Check. Boy, uh-huh. that one right there. That <laughs> damn Dion Cole, man. Thank you for throwback. Some more. Thank you for throwback. Mm-hmm. Chris Rock, thank you for throwback. <laughs> throwback <laughs> comedy. Man. He did it live. Buddy. Yeah, he, live. Did. he did it live. Mm-hmm. Man made me want to do man. one more, man. I was thinking about that. Yeah. Got one more in you, Steve? Come on. You got another special. I got one more in me, man, but I had to to work out a little bit, though. I had to get Mm -hmm. out there in some rooms first because it's still a a little bit. Even though my brain is still working sharp because of radio and family feud and all that, I still still got to put a a set together. Mm -hmm. I need about about eight months of work. About eight? 
Yeah. Okay. I could I could probably get it sooner, but eight months will make it. But I need to write the set and take it out. I need to take the same set out at least ten times. Yep. Yeah. That, that means I, I, I would have to go to a comedy club. I would have to go because mm-hmm. I need it to be back to back to back to back to back. And then oh. I don't want to do that, though. Lord, this is where Tommy usually says you can open up for him. He knows. <laughs> he knows that. That's the door is always open, yeah. Tommy. If he, if he wants it, it's there. You know, it's there. <laughs> I don't. I keep telling y'all. <laughs> I can't, I can't believe he said it though. That I can't go in front of this boy. This ain't, it ain't gonna be. It ain't gonna be nothing nice. Cause what, you nobody. warming up? You trying to get back no, in the game? No warm, your nephew. I don't, I don't your warm. nephew trying to help you. I don't warm. I burn down. <laughs> boy, I don't Carla, do warm. He's, he's, he's trying to help you. Tommy's trying to help you. I don't do warm. Yeah. yeah. We gonna we gonna have your notepad. Tommy has never ever followed me. He don't know what that is. Well, that's why well, he's well, saying it now. Could, you could, can do it now. That's why he's saying uh, that. And tell him, Tommy, that times have changed. Yeah. Times have changed, sir. Come on. Come on. Times could change all they want. And times could change all they want. Times can change all they want. Times can change all they want. Times can change all they want. This is what you do, Unc. Go ahead. You'll open up for Tommy, but you ain't got to say a word. Bring a TV out here. And just play special after special. What joke y'all want? And we just slide it on in, let it run, slide it don't. out, put the next one in. You ain't have to say a word. Don't the come oh. out gonna be so strong? <laughs> oh God, I love it. I love it. Come on. Mm-hmm. Well, the offer. Tommy still is outstanding. Listen to me. Chris I ain't Rock trying to take nothing away from this boy. This boy it. out here touring on a regular basis. He's selling out shows. He got 100 episodes on TV. The boy got a strong ass career. He got he got a strong career than most cats out here. I got all that. Y'all know who the hell I am. <laughs> Stop this. Y'all know y'all seen me. Y'all, I'm Roy Jones Jr. <laughs> y'all must Let's do it. Let's do it. Y'all un- must un- have un- forgot. <laughs> Let's do an Uncle Neff special. 30-30. Okay. 30 minutes, 30 minutes. Okay. You want to go up first? It don't matter. Oh, no, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to say, bro. It, do it does matter. The order. <laughs> I'm going to come so hard. See? Boy, that's, okay. I don't know what it is about these, the slot. I don't know what about the slot makes the big difference because that's what. No, that was you ain't going to want this you. here. It's well, too much. He's just trying to help you, Unc. That's it. Oh, I ain't asked for nobody help. You, I ain't <laughs> been out in a while. <laughs> But once I get this thing polished up, you don't want this. This we gonna <laughs> this ain't we're what gonna you go want. Down, we're gonna go down to Bruce's place to start down. We're gonna go down to Birmingham. Let's do about three days down there. That's that's good. First, I need to go by myself so I can write my special. Right. right. Then when I, I write it, then we'll go down there and I'll let you go and get yours out the way. Tommy, you've been following your friends. <laughs> this Tommy and friends. And he's going out with Junior now. You know that, right? Well, see, but hold up, though. Let's just stay with this. Tommy been out with Tommy and friends. Uh-huh. Not Tommy and Steve. <laughs> no, you ain't been out with Tommy and Uncle. Uncle. Uncle <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. hell. <laughs> this boy right here, man, I ain't going to lie to you. <laughs> Woo! Oh. Boy right here, man, when to you put it, it together, yeah. boy, they'll pay to see it. They would pay to but, see it. Well, what did you mean, Steve, when you said times have changed? What did you mean by that? 
No, y'all said times have changed. I said it. Uh-huh. I said it. Times yeah. have so changed. She said times have changed. Like, you know, Tommy didn't got better. Uh-huh. You know, uh-huh. I'm older. You know, I'm older, yeah. but Tommy older, too. Mm-hmm. You ain't lying. But- Tommy didn't got way better on stage <laughs> than lying. he used to be. <laughs> but you know what, though? I, you know what? I ain't. What, what is it, Big Dog? See, I ain't scared, though. That's the problem. Ain't nobody said you were scared. Who's scared? <laughs> not, 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 not he didn't gangster the comedy. No, he didn't gangster it. But, but whoever after me, though. It's a comedy beef? You ain't no, I'm just saying, like. whoever, whoever after me. I'm going to be bougie with it, too. I don't want you in the hallway You don't see nobody going either. up after Chris Rock. You don't see nobody going up after Chappelle. Yeah. There's a reason for that. <laughs> we got to go. Man, we had a great time today, man. Y'all talk to God. He'd love to hear from you. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, I'm Rachel Martin. You probably know how interview podcasts with famous people usually go, right? There's a host, a guest, and a light Q&A. On NPR's new podcast, Wild Card, we have ripped up the typical script. It's part existential deep dive and part game show. I ask actors, artists, and comedians to play a game using a special deck of cards to ask some of life's biggest questions. Listen to NPR's Wild Card on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late night legend John Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now, this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there.